Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 845, quarter to nine. Caroline Fenton joins us now, our friend, host of Locked on LSU. How are you doing, Caroline? I'm great. How are y'all doing? I am fantastic because you know what? I fulfilled a bucket list item. Tim, bring that up again if you can. Because I attended my first game at Tiger Stadium over the weekend against Texas A&M. Yes, and guess what? They got it going on over there. They have a lot of fun. It's a good time. It is a blast, and just you wait until it's a night game in Tiger Stadium. Because, yeah, 11 a.m. is still Death Valley, but it's not the real Death Valley unless the sun is down. So I'm glad that you had a great time, but you're going to have to make your way back there. I definitely will. Next year against Alabama might be the perfect opportunity. Ooh, I'm going to put my name on the list now. Um, I was (laughs) in the end zone just a couple of feet away from um, um, Kyron Lacey's. Uh, Jaden Daniels passed to Kyron Lacey. And I did get a different perspective on this because it is amazing how accurate Jaden Daniels is with the football. I know it was only 15 yards, but it was thrown before Kyron Lacey makes his break. And you're thinking, well, there's no way. Oh, well, you know, there's a ball right there, right in his hands. This guy is amazing with the placement of the ball and the other skills. What do you get any indication uh, of Heisman? uh, uh, What's the word I'm thinking of? I, I know you don't know about voting, but of Heisman buzz does does it depend on what Bo Nix does on on a Saturday? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, the Heisman buzz absolutely is real. And I think it, as it is every year, it may be regional. And, of course, there is, you know, it's, human. it's humans voting on the award. So, of course, there's going to be outside influences and bias. But when it comes down to it, if you just look at the numbers, I really don't think there's any sort of argument. You know, I do, I do radio in Nashville, and I've had two people ask me in the last week, who would be your pick for Heisman? I'm like, guys, it's Jaden Daniels, and it's not even close. And they're like, come on, come on, LSU Homer. I say, no, no, it's actually not even close because while their passing statistics are eerily similar, I believe Bo Nix only has 100 more passing yards on the season. Jaden Daniels has more passing touchdowns, 40 to Bo Nix's 37. Jaden Daniels has more touchdowns as a whole than Bo Nix does. Jaden Daniels has 50 touchdowns in 12 games this season. There has only been one other player in the history of college football to score 50-plus touchdowns in 12 games, and that was Tim Tebow in 2007 when he won the Heisman Trophy. Jaden Daniels has better statistics and more explosive plays against more difficult teams and more difficult defenses. I mean, Jaden Daniels has the most total yards in the country of any quarterback against the number 10 defense in Texas A&M, the number 17 defense in Alabama, number 20 defense in Florida State, number 39 defense in Missouri, so on and so forth. Bo Nix has really only beaten two top 25 teams. I also look at it in the perspective of 
value to your team. If you take Bo Nix away from Oregon, you put another quarterback in there. I still think that Oregon is probably a 10-win football team. I think that Oregon is just a more well-rounded team. If you take Jaden Daniels away from LSU, LSU might be a 6-6 six and six team. Because I don't think that you beat Florida or Arkansas or Texas A&M or Missouri without Jaden Daniels' heroics. He has been putting this team on his back all season long. And I know I've got my purple and gold glasses on. But when you just look at the numbers and you look at the statistics, I really don't think that there should be an argument for any other player in the country. Here's my concern, though, and that is you got Oregon playing Washington, Oregon number five, Washington yes. number three, much like in the rankings where the number one team is idle and the number two team has a great showing against the number three team, then they leapfrog the team that was idle. I'm concerned because Jaden Daniels is not going to have that extra chance that Bo Nix does. It's absolutely a fair concern. And I think there's two different Heisman philosophies for Heisman voters of one side of the coin is, well, it's a regular season award. So I'm going to submit my, my vote after the regular season concludes. And I think there's another half of the Heisman voters that think, well, I'm not going to vote until after the conference championship games because those games matter. And it's on a much bigger stage than most regular season games. I tend to agree with the latter, that I don't think that you should vote until after conference championship games because those games absolutely positively do matter. Understanding that that puts Jaden Daniels at an inherent disadvantage in the Heisman Trophy race. I mean, if Bo Nix goes out there and looks absolutely spectacular, puts up 350, 400 yards against the top four Washington teams, then that's probably going to sway a lot of voters. Another disadvantage for Jaden Daniels that he was quarterbacking a 9-3 and three team. Bo Nix, on the other hand, was quarterbacking an 11-1 and one team. I don't think that record should be any indication of Heisman voting because I don't believe that the Heisman Trophy should go to the best player on the best team. I think it should just go to the best player in the country. But I understand not all Heisman voters do that. Do it that way. And, and to be fair, going back to the Ted Williams story, and, and the youngsters can Google it if you don't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> Bo Nix does have the chance of stinking it up. You don't know. You're you, right. I mean, he could have a bad game as well, which would benefit Jaden Daniels. So I guess it cuts both ways. Let me take a break. We'll come back, talk about Tigers playing on Sunday. Malik Neighbors, where could he go? He's a finalist for the Bolitnikoff. Uh, where could he go to the draft? What's it looking like for him? Brian Thomas, whom you said might be the better receiver of the two, and that's some pretty rarefied air. And also about Jane Daniels, where he could wind up playing. Some people are saying maybe Tampa Bay, which means the Saints would have to face him. 851-9-9, traffic now, WWL. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 8.56, 4 till 9. We come back in the 9 o'clock hour. We're going to talk to a mom. Rob Masson, my friend, had the story at Fox 8 um, about a mom whose daughter's been in and out of the juvenile justice system. She's repeatedly been released on ankle monitoring. She got the monitor off again, and the mom's saying, I need help with this kid. I, I just don't know what to do, and we'll talk with her and get her story in the 9 o'clock hour. Now it's Caroline Fenton, host of Locked on LSU. So, Caroline, when it comes to LSU players on Sunday, uh, playing on Sunday, 
I see a story here. I got Jaden Daniels projected maybe to go as a third quarterback selected first round to Tampa Bay. What are you hearing? What do you think? So I have heard more and more that Jaden Daniels is getting first round grades. And that's something that I did not frankly expect, especially going into this season, because I didn't think that Jaden Daniels was a good enough passer, that we didn't see enough from his arm last season. But if you've watched any of Jaden Daniels last year and this year, you see how much he has evolved. The arm talent, the arm strength, the accuracy, the big playability, and then the play with his legs absolutely is a cherry on top. I think the one thing that probably differentiates him from some of the top quarterbacks in this year's draft, maybe like a Caleb Williams or a Drake May, is his size. When it comes to a quarterback that is so incredibly mobile and can make so many plays with his legs, you, of course, are a little bit more susceptible to getting beaten up by a 250, 300-pound linebacker defensive tackle at the NFL level. You need to have the size to be able to withstand some of those hits. I'm really impressed, knock on wood, with Jaden Daniels' ability to stay healthy at the college level with how much he runs. But I think that will be a concern of some general managers and scouts in the NFL. But the arm talent is undeniable. So I am hearing more and more first-round grades on Jaden Daniels. But the important thing to remember here is it's early in the draft process, and the draft process is incredibly finicky. You know, one day he might be the number one quarterback. The next day he might be a round three pick. The more evaluations are done, as the combine comes out, as interviews are being con- conducted, sometimes these evaluations can be incredibly fickle. But through the evaluation of just this season, this college football season, I'm hearing first-round grades for Jaden Daniel. What about Brian uh, Thomas and Malik Neighbors? Luis Neighbors, I'm hearing, is absolutely a first-round talent, potentially even a top-ten player taken in this year's draft, definitely a top-three receiver in this year's draft. I believe Marvin Harrison is most likely going to be the top receiver off the board. I think that uh, a lot of general managers and scouts across the league remember what his dad did in the league and say, okay, we want to get us some of that. Um, Malik Neighbors also will most likely be a first-round grade as well. That name recognition is probably going to help. No disrespect, Marvin Harrison Jr. with the Belenikoff. It is. And absolutely no disrespect whatsoever to Marvin Harrison Jr. and what he's done this season because he is absolutely incredible. But when it comes to name recognition, I do feel like that has carried some of his support for postseason awards. I mean, Marvin Harrison was even getting buzzed for the Heisman Trophy. And I'm thinking to myself, He's not even the best receiver in college football, much less the best player in college football. So he and Malik Neighbors are two of the three finalists for the Blitnikoff. I would not be surprised to see Marvin Harrison get that award, even though Malik Neighbors does have have better numbers. Is it looking like the old Outback Bowl for LSU? It could be the Outback Bowl. It could be the ReliaQuest Bowl. Somewhere in Orlando or Tampa is looking like the most likely spot for LSU. Central Florida. Thank you, Caroline. Appreciate it. Caroline Fenton, host, Appreciate of, it. You bet, host of Locked on LSU. The ReliaQuest Bowl is what the old Outback Bowl used to be, and I go as a name sponsorship. Like the building, the big building on St. Charles is now the Whitney Hancock people, but uh, building, but I think people still call it One Child Square. We'll talk with a mom who's have a, having a lot of problem with her daughter Need some help from the juvenile justice system when we come back. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 